everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing. There's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. This week's guest is a 30-year-old YouTuber, speaker, author, and happens to be living with metastatic breast cancer. She was diagnosed at just 24 years old. And since being diagnosed, she decided to share her journey, all of it, with social media and her YouTube followers. She is an unbelievable woman. And on this week's episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast, we welcome with open arms, Nali Acustain. Thank you for hanging out with me. Of course. Thanks for having me. So you and me met, geez, three years ago? Yeah. Uh, I think a bit more. Yeah. Maybe four. I brought, was brought back to Montreal, and then you spoke, and I was like floored away. And so the fact that we are reunited at We Day in Montreal, my hometown, your hometown, I feel like it was the most perfect place yeah. to literally slip into your DMs and <laughs> ask you if you wanted to be on the Healthiest Hot Podcast. And I was like, hell yeah. Because this is the new kind of adventure and avenue for Healthy Sound. I think, I don't know about you, but podcasts to me are such a great way to have candid, raw conversations about anything and everything without everything being too edited. I agree. And it's kind of like this new path in social media. Yeah, I love it. I listen to podcasts all the time when I'm cleaning, when I'm in the car. So yeah, I'm excited to be on your podcast. I don't, I don't do all the silence. I (laughs) I always need a little bit of a pod. Um, I know a lot about you, but I always like letting people introduce themselves. Yeah. I don't even know how you would even begin to describe I, you. How are, long is this podcast? <laughs> I'm not going to have you for more than 20 minutes because oh, you're a busy man. gal and your wheatgrass is waiting for you. Yes, it is. I actually didn't have time to water it this morning. I'm like, oh my God, my wheatgrass. <laughs> but you have, you are so many things, but there was a, a specific year that mm-hmm. everything kind of changed for you and that's when you decided to share your whole experience exactly. with the public. Exactly. That was in 2013. Funny enough, the year that I auditioned for the Much Music VJ search, the same year Chloe won. See, we were meant to have this we right were now. Meant to have- <laughs> Fast forward five to six years later, and here we are. But um, all to say, my love for the camera and expressing myself and sharing um, and communicating, just like you, I think that's one thing we have in common. Um, and then I think those auditions were in February, then came July, and I found out I had breast cancer at 24 years old. And that like really shook me. And I knew that I always wanted to start a YouTube channel. And now I had this journey and this message to spread. So I kind of documented everything. And then I mean everything, I mean like everything from the, the call that I received to losing my hair, to undergoing chemotherapy, getting my left breast removed, having it reconstructed, all of that is online. And then I was cancer-free in 2014, 
and that's when I was like, all right, let's like live life to the fullest. I wrote a book, an e-guide on how to go through chemotherapy at a young age, you know, like it's different needs, different mm -hmm. side effects. Um, I did a TED talk, I traveled for months, um, and then came 2017, which was like two years ago, and I found out that a cough, a Montreal winter cough that everyone has, um, just wouldn't go away, and so I got an x-ray and found out that the cancer had spread to the lungs. And so I had to redo treatment all over again. And that's where I wasn't sure if I wanted to document it. Mm. And at that point, I was also starting The Nally Show, which was going to be like my YouTube show where I get to share other people's stories of resilience. But and The Nally Show was its own set, its yeah. own lighting equipment. Everything. It was a huge opportunity. Yeah, and I was going to launch it literally the Monday. And on the Friday, I found out I had stage four metastatic breast cancer. And so that's where life really hit hard because... I guess obviously the initial diagnosis was like, okay, I, I think I got this. I know I have this protocol to do, but I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know what it was. I was young and ignorance is bliss. So when it came, happened the second time, it was like, <gasps> I know exactly what's going to happen. And when it's a stage four diagnosis, there is no stage five, you know? Mm -hmm. So the doctor looks at you and tells you that you're incurable, but I'm Nally and uh, believe that <laughs> that is unacceptable to me and so long story short I ended up launching the Nally show regardless <laughs> despite undergoing treatments again we even took it live at the St. James Theater in Montreal where we did a live show once I was finished chemotherapy and it was just a lot of go 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 and try to live your dreams as fast as possible but then it came to a point where um, my health had to come first yeah. I guess it was the perfect segue for healthy is hot, hot. <laughs> way hotter than being like <laughs> burnt out and just trying to do too much yeah but you were you were probably doing all of those things because it's what you wanted to do and what it was out you of love you could do absolutely but at a certain point like watching the video where you admit to yourself and and your yeah. your your fans what do you call them the thrivers yeah yes yeah, so you call, tell your thrivers that you gotta take a step back and yeah. you list the reasons why you finally realize like I love you guys, but yeah. I love me. And there was, uh, watching that video, there was one part that struck home with me, and it was something that you heard while watching an Oprah show. Yes. Yeah, it was, uh, you can't serve from an empty cup, right? That made so much sense, and it's true. And I'm like, wow, my cup is running kind of dry. I can't even drink and, <laughs> you know, um, feed myself right now. So um, that's when I decided I needed to take a break because... Having done all that, all that sounds like a lot of fun, but the reason why I was really continuing was because I was, I built this massive community mm -hmm. of women who also thought that it was the end for them and that their life was over and watching me thrive and watching me live my happiest and healthiest life despite a stage four diagnosis really helped them and encouraged yeah. them and inspired them. So a part of me was continuing, yes, for me, but mostly yeah. for them but then like you said in that video that when I announced my little hiatus um, I realized I was only doing it for them and no longer for me and I think it's important to do it for yourself first because again like uh, yeah. Ianla said on the Oprah show uh, you can't serve from an empty cup 
So how is your cup now? <laughs> and also that hiatus was not a very long hiatus. So you're back? <laughs> I am back. It was like I took this whole summer off and yeah. then uh, resumed Here Comes 2019. Yeah. But I just feel, like you said, you you watch my videos and you could tell I, this is what I feel like I'm meant to do. Mm -hmm. And I, I love it. And I did take time to relax. But in doing so and in taking the time to heal, I learned so much too from the wheatgrass, you know, growing my own wheatgrass and the benefits of wheatgrass and how it can like help your immune system to all the like nutrition and um, exercise and there was just so much I was learning that I was like it's not right for me to keep this for myself because yeah. it's helping me like my celery juice in the morning is giving me more energy than coffee let me share this with the world. That's just how I am. The things, I mean, I've long loved you, but lately when you're talking about Reiki, celery yes. juice, and wheatgrass, I'm like, these are three things that I am <laughs> genuinely interested in, and I think a lot of other people are, especially, yeah. you know, if you happen to be someone who has cancer, there's po like possibly so many benefits Absolutely. to these natural, holistic ways of healing that so you can many. supplement, you know, what the what the rest of the doctors are suggesting. Exactly, and like I kind of just share my journey, so I think it's refreshing to pe for people to kind of just see this girl go through it yeah. and learn along the way and share it along the way. So, side note, <laughs> I just felt Diet Coke all over me. I was trying. Oh my not gosh, I'm to so clumsy. Anything? It's okay. I, oh, it's Princess Kleenex box. Perfect. Um, Perfect. no, but I actually really want to talk to you about celery juice because. Yes. I've been reading about it, I've been seeing it, I've tried it, it's tasty. Is it? Like, do you actually Who feel... are you? Well, I think I like Caesars, so I like okay. celery salt, and That's therefore the I think I like celery juice. I never like But celery. do you feel like it makes a difference? Because it seems like you've been going, at least the content you've been putting out, it's all these really natural, yeah. I don't know, new elements to your life exactly. that will hopefully help with healing. Exactly, hence why I felt like I wanted to resume yeah. and start sharing yeah. again. And yes, celery juice, 100%, and I can say that because I hate celery <laughs> so one of my um thriver friends who's been thriving with stage four um, breast cancer for over eight years now which is miraculous on its own um was like you have to try this you have to try this she's like i have less side effects i have more energy in the morning um we're big coffee drinkers we love our coffees she's from new york so whenever we meet up we're like lattes let's go um she's like you have to i'm like i hate i've hated celery since 1988 like since i was born i hate celery no and she's like just try and i did and i used to plug my nose and yeah. chug it and when I did I immediately felt like this boost of energy to a point where like I no longer felt the need for coffee in wow. the morning and I used to drink coffee daily and the treatments I do give me like a lot of hot flashes it mm -hmm. pretty much puts you in, in, under menopause so any awesome. woman who's been through menopause yeah. they know the feeling um, and I feel like caffeine kind of enhances like yeah. the the hot flashes and since I've cut it I barely get any more hot flashes and that's like I feel like Albert Einstein who just discovered <laughs> something and I had to scream it because so many women who do the treatments yeah. that I'm currently still doing suffer from those really like intense um, heat waves in our bodies and celery juice immediately fix that. Is there a trick to making celery juice yummy or are you just shoving an entire no. stock into the juicer? You really to experience it so it's medical medium if you, you have to follow him read about it yeah. and feel if it's the right thing for you well no matter how he gets his information try it yeah. and it's been healing millions of people wow. so if it's working it's working and um it's a hundred percent celery stalks juiced in a juicer no nothing added Although i didn't realize celery was so flavorful 
Like if you see celery on like a platter of veggies, nobody wants the no one celery. Does. I was like, ugh, no thanks. Like maybe if it's the last thing and there's like a tub of peanut butter lying around, like maybe then the celery will get I, some love. I was that person yeah. who did not show love to celery and now that I've been drinking it for over two to three months now, I actually crave it in the morning. If I don't have it, I'm like, it's like when you don't have your coffee in the morning. I'm like, where's my celery juice? <laughs> but now I, I don't plug my nose anymore. Yeah, girl, grown up, grown up. Grown up. Um, speaking of growing up, you hit a massive birthday. I did. I also just turned 30, but you turning 30 is such an amazing milestone, milestone. because yeah. you can just put two fingers up to breast cancer and say, I made it to 30. Like, I'm still Every sticking birthday. around and I am Hell not yeah. going anywhere. Every birthday is like my sweetest revenge. It's like, ha, <laughs> still here. And I was diagnosed when I was 24, right? So that's like prime years. Yeah. And they were kind of robbed, but not so robbed because if you follow my videos on YouTube and follow my blog, you'll know I lived it to the absolute fullest. But I feel like crossing into my 30s, I'm, I'm ready to put that behind yeah. and kind of like you said you're like oh I'm so happy to even hear that you're like oh my god you read my Reiki post you read my yes. allergies post you know I'm wheat grassing and I feel like um I've grown into someone that's far more than just the cancer girl and the cancer story yeah. I, I I know a lot about health about wellness and just spirituality and men the mentality of remaining positive and living life to its absolute fullest and I feel like that's my real purpose not just sharing um you know the cancer story yeah. on its own it's beyond that you are so much like more yeah and I feel like hitting 30 was yeah. like okay this is like the woman I want to be and who I am and yeah. I get to share that now Yo, you're in your 30s I freaking love it I actually really wanted to ask you about Reiki because I've had the smallest mm -hmm. experience with it okay but I'm someone who's starting to be way more open to like energies mm. I talk to the universe on a daily basis mm -hmm. and try to manifest the type of life I want to live and you know put out the energy I have you've manifested your life you live I do like I really believe in manifesting. I really believe you manifest but there's like manifesting and then there's seeking out professional mm -hmm. guidance with energy healing and I mm -hmm. think that's what Reiki is but yeah. you've been working really hard with a Reiki healer exactly so I see mama Oracle and I've seen her weekly you have to see her yeah. since you're from Montreal whenever you're back oh my gosh I'll hook you up yes. but she's amazing so what Reiki is essentially is taking the energy from the universe and she kind of just works as like the a third party where she's not she always says I'm not doing anything it's going through the energy of the universe is going through her hands and she is putting it into my body and promoting energy flow it's kind of like almost like the chief in traditional Chinese mm -hmm. medicine but um, I like to say Mama Oracle, her name is Mama Oracle for a reason. So she's gifted in a sense where she kind of hears messages from your spirit guides or she kind of hears things that are going on in yeah. your body. So doing that um, Reiki weekly, for me personally, just allowed me to take time to kind of understand my emotions and see where my subconscious goes almost and really focus on... Um, kind of the root cause of the illness like what is it that makes me feel the way I feel and um, like I realized like the moment like I open my calendar on my laptop and I see I have a scan coming up in a week all of a sudden like my stomach hurts you mm -hmm. know when I start getting anxious and I start being impatient and I get mad at my boyfriend for the randomest things and then it's like just having that consciousness because I do Reiki and like okay certain thoughts trigger yeah. emotions and since I've been taking the time to pay attention to my emotions and what triggers it, I've been able to control my anxiety and control the fact that, okay, I have a scan in a week, but I'm not going to freak out. 
I'll deal with it then and take a deep breath, pay attention to my breath and try to avoid the emotions that yeah. come with that trigger. I think it's so important to be aware of your emotions. It probably helps so much with your mental health. It's so important. And you seem to be someone who's also very attentive to your physical health. Yes. You're spitting all the time, doing all of these things that I think a lot of women do, but I think maybe a lot of people wouldn't think someone with stage four might be doing all the time, exactly. but you are out there doing it. What's your main, um, main priority when it comes to fitness and why is it important to you? So it kind of attaches again to the mind, body, and spirit where, it, where whenever I do feel strong or I do something where I feel empowered, like I'll kill a spin class and I'll go, like I'll have higher miles than I had last class. And then I'm like, wow, it kind of just reminds me of my capacity and like capability and my strength. And if I don't do that, then it's so easy to get all up in your head. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have cancer. Am I gonna die soon? What's going on? But all of those thoughts immediately get eliminated when I start focusing on my physical health because when you feel good, um, you literally believe in yourself more. You can't, you don't even go there because you forget. Like it's the best just armor here with you right yeah. now. I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. I do have stage four cancer. Oh yeah, I forgot because like literally. I forget. <laughs> and I'm with you, and that's what we're talking. But I but yeah. I think that's what's great about you and a lot of people that talk at We Day on the stage. Yeah. Every, you know, most people who are up on stage have a story, have something that happened to them, but that's just a small. Exactly, exactly. And it's the message, the overall message is like, yes, I have this massive community um, like in the cancer world, but like I'm so happy to reach out to people yeah. who are in perfect health but who tend to take it for granted. And um, those are the people that I'm like, yes, yes, my message really did come across. Cause, well, um, I watched your entire Influence Montreal talk. Yay! And <laughs> that was such a powerful talk because you got to reach so many people outside of your yes. massive community that you've already built, but talking about something that we all play with on a daily basis, and that's of course social media. Mm -hmm. And I love that you highlighted that, yeah, there are some negative sides to it, but there's also this amazing, beautiful, positive side that we also need to give attention to. Absolutely. And your biggest message that day was be authentic, like be you wherever you go. Why is that so important and how come how can we focus more on the positive sides of social media? Well, the Sid Lee quote that I love is anything with great power comes great responsibility and that's absolutely true. There's always going to be a dark side to anything that's extremely powerful and social media is so powerful. So it's all about how you use it and why you use it and um, it would be it's such a shame that it's true, unfortunately, like the headlines do say like, ah, social media is a thief of happiness. It's like causing comparison and it's causing anxiety, cyberbullying this, like it's just like, it's like the devil, you know? <laughs> but then there's this amazing side of it that if we would just make um, people conscious enough to understand that you can use it to do good, um, to share your true self because no one has to control you. Like I'm sure, you know, you work in TV and you said to yourself, like everyone controls the cameras, everyone oh, yeah. controls the lighting, the makeup, what you're gonna wear. But when social media, it comes, it's just you and your screen yes. and the button, you press it, you say what you want and you share it whenever you want. And I think that's the beauty of yeah. it. You get to be yourself. And that's a huge revolution. And um, to reach out to people from across the world, like I have so many followers from Australia from Cape Town that are like messaging me when I go live and they're just everywhere yeah. and you're like whoa how's this even possible to me it's fascinating even and that was my talk today at yeah. we day too with the kids because I think it's important to um, 
share that message when they're young so that they know <laughs> as they grow be old. honest well you yeah. were very honest in one post you had no hair you were wearing sweatpants. Yeah. You were dancing to French Montana's Unforgettable Track, which I love. And Favorite. you posted it, and I can only imagine what was going through your mind the day you posted it. But by watching it, you were just like, this girl is living her life. Yeah. She's living her life, and she's dancing to a great track right now, and it makes me feel good watching it. But that video did so much more than just make one person feel something. That video yeah. kind of blew up. Yes. It kind of went viral. It went viral. You had a viral video moment. <laughs> yeah. With French Montana. Yeah, to a point where French Montana saw it himself and reposted it. And then, like, Nikki Jam reposted it. World Star reposted it. Um, yeah, some of the NBA players were reposting it because the song was really hot at that point. But at the same time, I think it was, like, a 42-second video that really summarized me. <laughs> like, just being, like, not caring and having a good time. I had my port, I was ready to go for chemotherapy and it was just hanging out and again I felt good because the yeah. way you do chemotherapy is you wait, uh, you do two, uh, three weeks on, one week off and it was my week off and so your body recovers and then I was just about to do another treatment and I'm like oh lord I'm about to feel like crap yeah. in about an hour so let me embrace this moment that I'm feeling amazing and let me just let it out and that message I think was really um, captured in the 42 seconds and I mean out of all the crazy videos <laughs> I made with high quality great makeup great <laughs> outfits of the day um, the one that I'm in my sweatpants and yeah the that's that. the biggest takeaway though yeah. is that you just gotta like share the not so perfect but still equally perfect sides of ourselves Absolutely. on social media gotta be real um, okay I'm gonna ask you two quick questions and then we gotta let you go sure but I am a I've like recently discovered my love of travel, yeah. and you travel all the time. Yeah, I try to. Um, when when it's possible, and you yeah. went to Costa Rica with your friend. Oh, that's you! <laughs> You're the friend in Costa Rica. Oh my God, there's there's a silent silent lady here. She's Shout out um, to me. <laughs> no matter what happens in life, why do you think it's important for people to kind of step outside their comfort zones and experience new environments? Oh my gosh, because that's when you realize that we are. Just tiny little grain of sand in a giant big world and that's again once your problems start washing away i was just watching you know will smith's documentary i don't know it's on netflix right now it? yeah it's so good but they talk about um well the astronauts um and their experience being in outer space and then how their perspective changes completely because they realize that the planet earth is just a rock on its own and it's like a living organism this big ball of life and we're just this tiny little part of it. And I feel like I get that when I travel. You forget, we tend to live in our little bubbles and our bubble often is, we focus on all the problems in our little bubble. When there's this big world of beauty, so much beauty. And whenever I get the chance, whenever the doctor gives me the go, I get out and I discover that beauty. When you were in Costa Rica, you mm. decided to do a digital detox. Yeah. Would you do it again? Absolutely. That detox taught me so much where like, Again, like social media is not real life, it's a tool, so it's like a matter of like when I go on when I want to mm -hmm. and when I have a message to share, otherwise I don't need it at all times, yeah. you know. It's yeah. good to take a break. Oh yeah. It's good to take a break. And you also realize how addicted you are to it. I found myself scrolling on my phone when there was no more apps. <laughs> became like a bad habit. Oh, and last but not least, I always like to ask everybody, um, mm. usually it's in written forms, this is the first time it's audio, Ooh. but I think that 
the beauty with healthy is hot is that it means something for everybody. So when I say healthy is hot, what does that make you feel and think? Healthy is hot. Health, health is wealth that we've heard. But I feel like I love your movement because it's true. Healthy, when you see, when I see beauty, I see strength. And I feel like healthy is hot kind of summarizes that perfectly, that um, beauty comes in strength and it comes not with, uh, you know, material things. It comes with the energy and the spirit. And uh, when you see someone who's thriving and who's vibrant, that's hot. And where, where can we get your book? What's your book called? It's The Thriver's Guide. You have to go on thethriversguide.com to subscribe because it's not out yet, but it will be out at the end of the year. Ooh, so we can like pre-order, get excited. Exactly. Be part of the process. Yeah, we'll be part of the process. You're part of this process. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, girl. It's so good to speak to you. Also, a silent one over there. <laughs> I'm so glad. There's moral support in this room. <laughs> And just like that, another episode of the Healthy Is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm Chloe Wild, and I just want to say a heartfelt thank you for tuning in once again. Really, really appreciate you. If you enjoyed it, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy Is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.